This is Next Level, an Align Life Pro real-life case study that follows the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert, and New York Times best-selling author, Michael Linton, as they guide me, Mike Gandolfo, a small business owner, on a journey to triple my business. We invite you to join us so that we can all learn to become better leaders that know how to work on their business and not just in their business. All right, welcome back to the Align Life Pro. This is Next Level. I am Mike Gandolfo, and I'm joined by the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert, as uh, Mr. Lennington is finishing his book uh, that hopefully will be released in the next couple of months. So be looking out for that. It should be excellent. And um, this is Next Level, where we are taking a real-life case study on tripling the production of my real estate brokerage. Um, and Kristen and Michael have been invaluable in helping with that. And uh, one of the ways that Kristen has been invaluable with that, and we've talked about it several times on this call, is she does a weekly meeting with my agents without me there. And uh, Kristen, that has, uh, let's talk a little bit about, again, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but um, which is really not a good thing, I should say, in Kentucky. The um, <laughs> But um, this whole concept of, is multifaceted because we made the decision number one for you to meet with them as a group in a wham group kind of setting and we can talk a little bit about what uh, makes wham groups good um, and then we had uh, from that we made the decision that chrissy and i would not be there and why we made that decision and then ultimately from our annual meeting the agents really wanted to take some more ownership over the William group, which was great. Yes, they did. And then now I'm, which was inevitable to happen with our growth model. We were going to throw new people in the Wham group. I don't know if we were going to do it in this way. And, you know, now I want to know how you as a, as the master coach that you are, are going to uh, balance everything. Now that you've got these agents from Danville that are going to start joining in the call, which I'm excited about because it, it helps add the camaraderie piece to you know the louisville and the danville office being connected so um, yeah i think that makes sense you know and initially i think my thoughts were i was going to meet with with the offices individually which you don't have time for nope if we listen to a prior episode we talk <laughs> about capacity and i do not have the capacity to do that so <clears throat> just kind of throwing some ideas out there we capacity drove it first that was the most immediate immediate need so what do we do we're going to blend them we're going to bring them together um they're all going to do their wham call together so we've got <clears throat> season <coughs> allergies in kentucky <laughs> we have we have seasoned agents from a 12-week year standpoint you know they've 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 done their first 12-week year, wasn't ideal, wasn't exactly the way the 12-week year is designed to run, but it got him kind of immersed in, in the culture, the disciplines, and so now they've got, they've got some experience, and then we're bringing in the new agents who we're going to launch them the way we launched Louisville. So Danville's going to be 12 weeks behind, and I hate to use the word behind, but in the terms of how we are executing the, the program, and what we're and the planning and what we're doing to grow the brokerage, they're they're coming online twelve weeks after the Louisville agents are. So <clears throat> not only do they have me to help with that, they've got four other agents currently, hopefully two more, <laughs> that's gonna be um, helping them to to rise. And what what I hope is gonna happen, 
and my belief is that the data will tell us this, but I think the Danville office is going to cut the learning curve in half if we do this right. So that's, we're going to capture additional capacity and additional margin and optimize what they're doing in half the time. And I think at the same time with our agents, it's just or with the, when I say our agents, they're all our agents, the Louisville agents are going to start being in these positions to really start to lead and, and, and help people through it. And I think that is going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal piece. So, all right, let's step back. We, we talked about the importance of these WAM groups uh, before. I think a big piece of uh, what happened at the annual meeting is that we started talking again. We revisited the idea of, these, of the WAM charters which we uh, had not done with our group. They had not had a charter before. No. Uh, And really what happened was, I I mean, we got to go back even further. The whole concept of accountability was kind of on, not on, was, was came to the forefront because of, we had one of our agents who was at another brokerage who took a different, uh, might have used very similar tools, but took a different approach to accountability. And yeah, very- the tools were almost identical. The thinking behind the execution of those tools were polar opposites. Right. And they, it was based on consequences. There was no rewards. And- no, even when you did the actions, the rewards weren't even <laughs> rewards. They were negative. And it was funny to me because they kept on thinking about like, well... How does Kristen basically take this exact same concept of and flip it into being a positive thing instead of being a negative thing? And it really just goes back to how are we going to view accountability in the first place? Right. Because accountability is ownership. That's all it is. That's exactly what it is. So to, to kind of illustrate this, we're using a spreadsheet to track from that everybody's putting their numbers into. And at your planning session, Andrew said when he first saw the planning sheet, it almost made him want to vomit. He got a really sick feeling in the pit of his stomach because he had seen almost the exact same spreadsheet at a different brokerage. We won't name that brokerage. (laughs) Um, But it was designed to, you are supposed to make so many calls a day, yada, yada, yada. You know, basically the stuff we're tracking now Oh, and by the way, you know, if you do not make these calls, we'll shut your leads off. And if you do make these calls, you just get to keep getting what you're getting. There's no real, you know, other bit, your status quo. There's no, no growth, no, no reward, no real benefits. So how are we doing almost the same thing? And they're raising their hand going, yes, I want this. I want more of this. There's even more things I think I should be tracking. That's, that's really instrumental to the growth of my practice. It's the thinking behind that. And it's also the leadership in the other brokerage said, you have to do this. And if you don't, there will be negative consequences. If you do do this, you just get to keep doing what you're doing. Right. In your brokerage... You have all the, the, each, each individual agent has ownership over these actions. You don't have to do anything. We're not making you do anything. You have the choice to get to do this. And when we reframe their thinking around the ownership of their own actions and the ownership of the consequences that come out of their actions, they have all the power 
to get all the rewards or they have all the power to have negative consequences, which they do have all the power to change. So everything is about what they have control over. It's not about you as a leader imposing power or trying to control them. You're leading them. You're coaching them. I'm coaching them. We're supporting them. But ultimately, everything they do is their choice. And the consequences of those outcomes are because of those choices. It all points back to them. Yes, but and the reward does as well. I mean, we this is about them achieving this to get where they want to go and what they want to do and what they want to be and not necessarily and knowing that, that our brokerage is going to benefit about by that too, but it's about them. It's not about it's not about the brokerage, you know. Right. It's not nope. about it's not about I'm paying for these leads and you've got to follow up on them and and you know because I'm not looking for a return on investment on leads that I'm paying for because obviously we don't pay for leads because instead of chasing uh, crappy commission checks, we would rather attract quality relationships. Right. Um, you know, and that's, that's what the focus is. And so the whole thing for us is it's, to me, it was pretty eye opening. Number one, that they thought that um, it was solely because Kristen was leading the group that, and not, not to say you're not amazing, you are amazing, but that it was, that's why it was being perceived differently and the reality of it is, is Kristen's a big part of it because she can help uh, just communicate what we're doing in such a in such a great way. But everything about that is, and of, of the perspective of that thing is completely different, including the support that you're going to get from the people inside the room that are doing it with you. Right. And an important piece to that is a charter that's. 100% agreement of all the people who are participating. So I'm going to give them a blueprint of what a charter looks like. You know, here's the foundation pieces. You can't build a house without a foundation. I mean, you can, but it's going to fall down. So I'm going to give them the foundation and then they get to design their group charter. And basically what this charter says is we have rules of engagement. And if you're going to be a part of this group, these are the minimums of what's expected. And if you violate these rules, there will be consequences for it. So for instance, um, one WAM group we have is you get one pass for not showing up or not showing up prepared um, other than an emergency. I mean, if you're, you're in a car wreck on the way to your meeting, obviously we're not going to kick you out of the group for something like that. But if you just say, well, I ran out of time. I didn't have time to do this. I didn't feel like doing it, whatever it is, you get one of those, you know, you get one mulligan and you do it again and you're not a part of the group anymore because we are striving for excellence. We are trying to create a, a culture of high performance and showing up unprepared and giving excuses is a victimization mindset. You know, we, we don't want that. And so they all ask questions about that. So they're going to design, they're going to design their charter. And we're going to talk about it on Tuesday, Mike, when the, the Danville office comes in, because if they're going to be a part of this WAM, they get voice in it too. So, yeah. and that frees up capacity for me because I don't have to be there all the time now. I don't have to be in the spotlight all the time or running the show. They're And it helps them to then, they're going to step up into a quasi-leadership role because the other thing that this does in a WAM group, they will rotate the person who runs the WAM now. And um, it'll just enhance some more of their skill sets. So eventually what I see happening is they become so fine-tuned 
I don't have to be a part of these WAM groups anymore. I'll do like a monthly check-in with them. And, you know, maybe, maybe I come in and we do just a, a refresher and a regrounding in the principles and disciplines. Um, but everything else is on them. They're driving it. They're owning it. They're, they're pushing those results along. And I, I mean, and that's how exactly how we get this repeatable model moving forward, because mm-hmm. what we just did in Danville could happen a couple other times in the next 12 months. And now we start interacting these groups and the, the WAM groups are, you know, agents from different branches that can support each other and whatever else. And then the leadership that can kind of be passed down and passed through. It's just, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So, um, you know, I think that we're going to, we really got a good plan to kind of bring all these people along. And um, I, I know that the, the Danville agents are going to just be gears and headlights the first couple of weeks. I mean, we can expect that just like a little, yeah. But once they start to embrace that and understand how it really helps them or it's going to do what it's supposed to do. It's going to help them eliminate that. Exactly. It's, and and none of those are wrong answers. They're all very good answers. They're all designed to help elevate your brokerage, Mike. All right. Well, anything else you want to add about uh, WAM groups? Nope. I think that's it. I, w- they're powerful. I think they're, they're one of the best things you can incorporate into your, your practice. Um, if you disagree with me, to coin Michael Lennington's phrase, you'll just be wrong. No, I'm kidding. Um, you know, it, it's not a one size fits all. But at its core, what it's designed to do, if you embrace it and you own it, it's that word ownership is so powerful. If you don't have ownership, it's not going to work. Well, and I think being a person who's an independent contractor and knowing that you don't really have a boss makes these WAM groups even more important. I I talk about having my board of trustees. You don't have people who are going to be... uh, chasing after you to make sure that you're doing you know that did you clock in today did you do this i mean if if someone wants to go on vacation in my office they just go on vacation like right, it's not like right. um there they, there is no sick days you either have days where you make money or days where you don't so right. uh i just uh I, from that standpoint of having that peer group that you can rely on and yes in the moment it's about the execution and reporting your scores whatever else, but also knowing that, Hey, I need to have a one-off with you because I'm having this issue and I need to talk about this. Hey, what do you think about this? Like that kind of trust builds up and it's, it's just incredibly powerful. So Mike, you said something that I guess I've always innately known, but it didn't really dawn on me till you just start talking about that. Because I'm brilliant, but yeah, Uh, this is true. This is true. I'm not worthy. Um, (laughs) it's the, uh, the wham is important and we have multiple wham groups. Yeah. You wham with your, your board of trustees. We wham. You, me, and Michael. That wasn't grammatically correct. Wham. Um, <laughs> when I'm with your agents, I tell them my scores too. You know, they look at me like, oh, you, you, you work from a plan? Um, yeah, I do. And it's even more surprising when I come in and say, I scored 30% this week. Wait a minute. You're a performance coach. Yeah, I am. And here's why the breakdown occurred not a victim to it. This is what happened. This is what I have to do differently. You know, it really, it just really puts the power uh, or the spotlight on the power of that. Yeah, it's fantastic. So Kristen, I appreciate you being an accountability partner for me. Um, If anyone out there has any questions or comments, I know we've got dozens of people out there that we've helped with WAM groups in the last 12 months. Um, And I know we, we hear from all of them about how powerful it's been. Um, 
you have any questions or comments, though, reach out to us. Um, you can reach us at coach at alignlikepro.com. Uh, other than that, we will see you next time here on the Align Life Pro. You have been listening to Next Level by the Align Life Pro. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to coach at alignlifepro.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.